Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your Crave. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits, streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking. Welcome to Fraudwire. If this is your first time here, this is the level of perfection you could expect from us. Yeah, let's get Uh, into it. Yeah. Uh, Justin Williams is usually here, but he's got some family stuff going on, so God bless. He's he's hanging out. Um, And Travis Irvine's going to fill in for this 30 minutes, and then we've got a cool guest. uh, The Iowa State Auditor, Rob Sand, is going to be with wow. us uh, wow. in the second half Good hour. Kid. And Big Travis, kid. if you want to stick around for that, please do. It'll be a fun story. You know, um, I love questioning auditors. It's one of my favorite yeah. things to do. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the money? Where's the money? That's all I want to know. Oh, Same. my God. I like your pony. Just turned off top. Had to tune into this live. Wow, that's amazing. And you know what? I'll, we frankly we need the numbers more than Top Hat does. So that's I really right. appreciate <laughs> it. Are <laughs> numbers good? No one tells me anything. Your numbers are great. What are you talking about? You what do you mean? You don't know your numbers. Well, you All I know, know is that I got these free samples of delicious Factor smoothies came in the mail <laughs> oh, last week. Wow. So I'm gonna go do my plug now, and I think I'm. I think I'm all done. Contractually all done. As good 30 second uh, <laughs> plug there. So, Ariel, you weren't on the show by this point. Uh, uh, Travis, you weren't here for this. But last season of Fraudwire, we covered the Donda Academy uh, with mm. Kanye or Ye and how absurd it's, it was. It's, and how Cena, it's pronounced Ye. It's, it's like Ye. It's Ye. This whole time we've been saying it wrong. And really? I didn't want to correct you, but now I'm doing it. On you gotta the correct line. me! Don't let me just say crazy things. <laughs> it's it's how we know that you're a man of a certain age, you know. <sighs> I knew I was. I knew you were gonna say that. I'm so old. <laughs> I'm so old. It's so. It's okay. You, it's okay. that means that you've only ever read it, and no one's ever said it to you. So that's, yeah. That means and you know something. what? I'm blessed. Yeah. I'm blessed. That's actually yes, actually. So it's yay. Yay. Like Kanye. Kanye. Yeah. That makes sense. Right. Why would he go to ye? Yeah. That right. makes no right, sense. Right, right. It's okay. It's all right. <sighs> God. It's okay. <laughs> this is, this is <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't let right. go on. So Kanye Ye, his uh we covered this uh last fraud wire. His school's a total scam. And we said it was a total scam. We said it was full of shit. Uh they had the craziest disclaimers on it. People were paying out the but They were signing non-disclosure agreements to be in the school. They had this crazy song. Good morning, Donda. Good morning, 
it was a Christian school. It was a private Christian school, and it had all of these crazy rules. And it turns out two of the people are now suing for wrongful mm. termination. And when you sue, you spill all the tea. Mm-hmm. And that's my favorite. That's my favorite. I'm surprised so, they didn't have to sign not NDAs or anything. Oh, I think they signed them and they are they breaking don't care. this. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. They got Excellent. terminated. Wow. So uh, some of the things that were happening there, they only served a sushi lunch. That's it. Sushi only for lunch. Mm. Which I mean, you I'm can not, have any, like many different kinds of sushi. So like, I'm not that mad at it. It's rice exactly. and seaweed and I'm fish. not mad at it. This, in fact, sounds great. Yeah. Here's the thing that's a little bit more weird. They only had classes on the first floor because Yay was afraid of stairs. <laughs> they didn't have any classes on the second floor. The but teachers is made there the, a second floor? Yes, there, there's a sec. Yes. So it exists for just for aesthetics. Yeah. Okay. The teachers made the allegations in a lawsuit in Los Angeles County Superior Court, claiming they were wrongfully terminated. By Kanye from his now shuttered Donda Academy in Simi Valley. In addition to the employment allegations, plaintiffs Cecilia Haley and Shakaray Byers, probably saying that wrong, I'm so sorry, painted a troubling picture of life inside Donda Academy. So school doors were locked from the outside, which I think is pretty common these days given the gun violence that we have everywhere. Lunches, of course, were always sushi, but here's the other thing no forks. Or other utensils. So they did the hand rolls. Here's okay. the thing that grosses me out, guys. Students had to sit on the floor during lunch, and there were no cleaning services or school nurses employed. Ew. Hmm. That's super gross. Super gross. I'm still actually back where the school the, the doors are locked from the outside. That feels dangerous. What if there's a fire? Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. And I think there's certain things. You know, there's a middle school by my uh, place in L.A., and, and, like, they lock them from the outside after school. So, yes. you know, it's a whole uh. thing. So I, I don't know. I feel like that's super gross. But I don't know about you. When I was in school, the cafeteria was the grossest floor humanly possible. Yeah, mm. and if you don't even have a cleaning service, it's probably just sticky and disgusting and if the kids are eating on the floor essentially because they don't have they're sitting on the floor like i don't i don't understand why he chose to live this way is he afraid of bleach too this is so gross i have a lot of questions i mean sushi is notorious for being bad sushi yes so they're serving bad they can be serving bad sushi to these kids on the floor of a cafeteria and then there's no nursing no system in case anyone gets sick and then the doors are locked from the outside so you can't run the hell out of there if the right. sushi you just want to throw up but right. not on the floor it could be gas station sushi that he's serving these kids yeah, it could be what any if you quality. get a little no upset tummy from the sushi what are you going to do yeah. you're not going to school nurse there isn't one there's none you can run outside and but you can't run outside you are doomed to throw up on the floor and then sit on said floor Wow. Oh, my God. Wow. All you're going to get is, like, Kanye in a room with that, like, tube thing that comes out of the mixer. And, <laughs> You'll be okay. <laughs> All right. So this the classes run. This sounds traumatizing, actually. Very traumatizing. Especially yeah. imagine being a teacher here. Because this, yeah. this poor woman... She said, I'm extremely sad about all this. It was such a huge honor and privilege to work at Donda Academy for Kanye West. I'm a huge Kanye fan. His first album was the first I ever purchased... 
Byer said in a statement. I mean, like, totally, totally upsetting. This has ruined, ruined her whole thing. It's funny that it took the, like, the, like, the anti-Semitic comments didn't get her there. But, like, sushi on the floor. Floor sushi, just, that, that would take anybody there, I think. Mm-hmm. It's where you draw the line. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Apparently, medications on campus were also either unsecured or had expired. <laughs> Oh, no. What? <laughs> I mean, if the medication's expired, just imagine the sushi. Oh, oh, you said expired. I thought you said had spiders. And I was like, wow. Well, they could if it's expired. They may have spiders. Finally, some nutrition that these kids desperately need. Spiders. A lot of, pro- a lot of protein in those uh, daddy long legs. Oh, no. Uh, oh, you no. want some real lunch? Go suck the medical equipment, kid. It's got spiders in it. <laughs> Uh, Byers also said, quote, I still enjoy his music and I'll never deny his talent. But while his vision for the school sounds great on paper, it's just pure chaos and mutiny. <laughs> it's like a mental hospital being run by the patients. Wow. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, yeah. I mean, look at look at Kanye. Yeah. 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 That about sums it up. So, I mean, it's been close since October after, you know, everyone dropped him, in, including, you know, Adidas and everyone else that were like, hey, this is um, uh Pretty anti-Semitic, everything coming out of Kanye's mouth. So, yeah. I mean, where do you think Kanye goes from here? Does he just start an online school, Phoenix Online, for yeah. Kanye? What do you do think? He do a Phoenix thing. I mean, he's just going to keep doing dumb shit and not apologize. I think if he just had, like, an apology tour, he could potentially come back, but he's not going to do it. You know, so Chad, Chad is talking a lot about gas station food. Gas station sushi, I'm seeing. Mm-hmm. Gas station egg salad sandwich, I'm seeing from Mindful Minerva. Listen. Mm-hmm. I want to hear from the panel here. What is your favorite gas station meal that you've ever had? Generally, gas stations make either good like chicken wings or uh, yeah, like or like sandwiches. Yeah, so I wouldn't get an egg salad sandwich. No, from no, 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 no. You don't whoa, get that whoa, from whoa, anywhere. Whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa. If yeah. it's on the menu, salad. you avoid it. Yes. Ham and That's cheese. True. Or a deviled egg. I'm not doing that, okay? We're talking. You know, I'll get a slice from a gas station. That's how much I love pizza. Oh, no, I would never. Never in my life. No. No. I'm a little bit of a a snob, though. So that's that's different. I'm going to agree with Ariel. The only good food I've ever had from a gas station was the fried chicken. I don't know. Yes. It was was the only thing that just hit the spot. The gasoline adds to, like, the greasiness of it all, so that's, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> he mm-hmm. knows. You, he knows. You fill up, you huff it in, you're like, yeah. boy, and now I'm really hungry, and then yeah. you go inside that gas station, but if uh, you're not touching, if you're not touching the fried chicken, you're making a big mistake. Yeah. Right. This is really good help and feedback from you guys. I really appreciate it. Not only did I get corrected on uh, <laughs> yay, but I know, don't, don't get pizza at the gas station. Yeah, I don't know um, what you're thinking. That's like school mm. pizza. Yeah, well, <laughs> which sounds pretty good if you're going to the the academy yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> is, is you know we're seeing hot dogs as well. The mystery meat in a hot dog, I can't fuck with that. But just I in general, that. hot dogs are going to be bad. So I think across the board, you can get a, ga- a gas station hot dog and it's fine. I think the yeah, I like. I'm not getting a, a New York City hot dog out of a cart. That's not happening. You I know, might. Mm, I, might I might fuck around and eat that. Oof, I've gotten some weird stuff in there. Yeah, but you really? you kind of go into that knowing it's going to be garbage. You have to know. Yeah. Yes. You have to know what's going to happen. Be prepared yeah. I mean, the halal food is delicious. It's so delicious. New York carts, it's well, still delicious. But that's also like, that's mystery meat. What's in there? 
True. Well, it's know. also low. I don't know, but, but, they it's, put a but sauce it's halal. On it. But it's mm-hmm. halal. It's halal. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like it's blessed. It's yeah, God blessed. It's blessed. It. You know what it's I mean? Blessed. It's blessed street meat. Yeah. It's probably so like <laughs> it's so not meat that it's vegan. Actually, it's like gone all the way around at that point. <laughs> Rob Moth, first time in the chat. In the UK, uh, the gas station food is good but expensive. You know where else has amazing That's food in the gas station? Japan. Yeah. In Tokyo. You walk into a 7-Eleven or a Lawson's or any of those places, you're going to have the best food you'll ever eat out of like a convenience store gas station. I've seen it's that. Incredible. I've seen it's incredible. videos about that on like TikTok. This girl went to a Hello Kitty themed 7-Eleven. That had yeah. all kinds of cute yeah. Hello Kitty food. And I'm like, I want to go there and eat all the cute food. It looked delicious. I had pickled eggplant at a Lawson's when I was in Tokyo. I mean, what is that? What? Are you kidding? I would eat that. I'm Forget impressed that the convenience stores in Japan don't even serve sushi. Yeah. 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 I mean, take <laughs> note, Kanye, please. <laughs> That's true. No sushi. I don't know. I think we're going to have to do an episode on this Donda Academy because oh, we yeah. thought it was going to be a fraud and scammy and then it actually became a fraud and scammy and now yeah. we just got to wrap this whole thing in a bow. So maybe we'll, we'll cover him I think we next should. season. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to our next story here. Um, guys, uh, student loans, they're a thing. Yeah. Huge thing. Yeah. Uh, if you've listened to the show or you've listened to me, you know that I went to law school and I had $300,000 in student loan debt that I've been chipping away at uh, mercilessly. Wait which a is fun. Hold on, yeah. Cena. Yes. You mm. need to tell me you have not paid off your student loans, but you bought multiple apes? Listen. Let's talk about that. Ariel. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let's talk about it. Wait a minute. Let's unpack that. Wait a minute. Mm-hmm. For a moment. One of these apes hits, these loans are out of here. I just need <laughs> the one of these hitting. coins to hit, baby. The apes are at <laughs> a deficit at this point. The apes have gone below what you've paid for them. Arguably, yes. Sure, sure. <laughs> Technically, yes. Um, in any other sense of an argument, yes, you are right. But the hope that I have... <laughs> I didn't, I didn't know that you still had so much to pay. I have questions that we'll ask. I mean, after I have a show. lot left. I'm below 100k now. At least it's been 15 years. That's uh, pretty good. You know, that's wow. a slow and steady. Wow. Um, yeah, I like your pony. I'm glad you brought Ariel on. That's right. Someone <laughs> needs to roast yeah. me constantly <laughs> yeah. about my crypto purchases. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> it's so embarrassing. You did that this. this. Happened. And you told people about it, so I have no choice but to. I'm so doing sh- it to help should I Should I invest in apes? No, no. don't be no, like Cena. It's, I'll tell you what's there's... a better investment. A living ape. An yeah. actual oh. living ape. Yeah, actually, Seems yes. like a lot of work. I bought three ape JPEGs, NFTs, mm-hmm. that are worth nothing. That are worth zero. <sighs> they're worth what I say they're worth in my distorted reality of mm-hmm. what I think. That's so why don't you just say they are worth something then? Mm. I <laughs> Wait mean, a minute. <laughs> it's all in here. It's all in here. It's all in I here. could be just positively Trumpian about it. And yeah. Do yeah. It. Start a university. Start exactly. an academy. <laughs> Start, right. Start academy. an academy. Have you know, sushi. isn't that interesting how Kanye started an academy and Trump had Trump University? I mean, these guys, these guys. Well, mm-hmm. I wonder if Trump gave him the idea. Probably. A thousand percent Yes. Mm-hmm. Big they, were, they were homies for a minute there. Yes. Before we 
Before we go on to the next story, though, but uh, someone in the chat has a question. Any advice on being scammed by a partner? Was totally blindsided when I found out mine was stealing from me. Mm. Now, Ariel, uh, mm. not to turn the tables, <laughs> but I believe you've been in a similar situation. Oh, my gosh. Where uh, a partner has stolen from you. Stolen from me, cheated on me, lived like I was a homosexual and lived in my home for a little while. I can't believe <laughs> So, uh, what to do? You break up with them. Yeah. That's it. There's no coming back. They stole from you, sis, or sir, someone. Yeah. They, them. Mind yeah. Mindful Minerva, are you out of that uh, relationship now? I hope you are. Because I hope so. Love yourself. Also, how do you, that's such a, such a cold thing to do. Travis, have you ever been in this situation? I know, I know you've stolen a lot of hearts, but have you ever stolen from a partner? Wow. No, never money. I'm a big. Never I money. Mean, he, he, never money. <laughs> never money. <laughs> Look, what else? If, if you've got Q-tips, I'm going to use those Q-tips. Wow. Okay. Okay, I'm going to okay. come clean. I'll come clean. you got Literally. a jar of Q-tips. Yeah. I will. Yes. Thank you. I got clean ears so I can listen better. And <laughs> what's better than a partner who listens? There wow. you go. There you go. Wow. You need it. Mindful he, Minerva got really out of that relationship that within an hour. Good. Thank you, Mindful Minerva. I'm glad you but got out Ariel, of that. But, Ariel, I feel like the, the, it happened a couple times to you. Yeah, I keep getting scammed and scrumped, so I'm going to just uh, leave at the first red flag is what you're supposed to do uh, yeah. when you're an adult. So I'm trying my best to do that now. That's good. Starting yeah, yeah. like I'm, yesterday. I'm, yeah. <laughs> Starting <laughs> the top of the show. <laughs> I think a good warning sign is you're, you're out of dinner. And then... <laughs> And then you're there, and it's a great dinner. And then at the end of the dinner, the partner reaches for said wallet and is like, oh, ah, there's my wallet. Can yeah. you cover this? And I think that's your first that's red the first flag. Red flag. Oh, mm -hmm. Okay, that's a great red flag. Mindful Minerva also asking, what's her, what are some red flags here, basically? Ariel, what, are, what were some signs that you could have maybe picked um, up on before? Uh, okay, so them being homeless, not a good idea. Um, mm. Them being... Uh, <laughs> Well, also, so, that was what one was of them. a green flag if they started off? A green off flag? Um, he was really cute. And also, I was okay. young. I yeah. was a youth. I was a youth. Um, but the last one that scammed me, his red flag, I mean, from the beginning, he was, like, talking about exes, saying, like, already setting um, the stage for, like, she's crazy. She's going to say some wild, if she reaches out to you, oh, my goodness, she's going to say some wild things. So that kind of, like, setting the stage for... Yeah, he's probably setting up uh, for me not to believe her if she does reach out to me. Oh, my mm. God. I have good relationships yeah. with my exes. I'm going to say that now. You know, it's, uh, I don't know. I think it's good, you know? Yeah. Travis, so, what about your exes? Do you have a good relationship with them? Um, don't call them crazy on the, on the pod. <laughs> um, uh, 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 they're all uh, wonderful people and uh, no regrets. No regrets. Just happy uh, it's over. Just very happy they're, it's all It's over. good knowing they're, your friends' yeah, is dating life. It's good to know. Doing well. They're doing well elsewhere. Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. 
Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits, streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking. Legend has it, underneath the NJM insurance offices lies a mysterious room of long-forgotten, moldy mascot memorabilia, often pitched by ad agencies, always rejected by NJM. Is it real? We may never know. But what is real is NJM's dedication to doing what's right for their customers. Astoundingly, they're proud to put policyholders first. No jingles or mascots, just great insurance. Learn more at NJM.com. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful VC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! <laughs> and outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. So, uh, so back to student loans. Um, and again, feel free to drop your scam stories in the chat and we'll get to them as we go here. I love hearing about these things and we want to make sure that we're helping everybody out there. So this woman, Charlie Javis, a 31-year-old founder of a student loan software company called Frank. Mm. She was arrested in New Jersey and she was being charged with fraud by federal prosecutors. So here's what she did. She started after graduating from an Ivy League university, which is Ugh, fucking gross. the worst. This gross. is the worst. Yeah. Gross. That's not All even your hat. Is- <laughs> I stole his hat from an ex. No. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And for those it. that don't know, Travis did go to a, an Ivy League. And, and after that, Columbia was bankrupted and it doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> and now it's been absorbed by the country. So JP Morgan was eager to buy the company because she claimed to have contact information, including names, email addresses, and phone numbers of over 4 million students, a pool of potential new JP Morgan checking account people. Part of the deal, of course, was to sell the startup to J.P. Morgan Chase. Javis had got $21 million for selling her equity stake and a job as a managing partner at the bank, which came with a $20 million retention bonus. Frank only had data for about 300,000 customers, and she made up data for 4.2 million other people, which... Just fluffing it up a little bit. That's like when you write an essay for school and you like change the margins up so that it could look a little more fluffy. I get it. Mm-hmm. A couple million uh, people. That's but all. you know, you're not, you're not like, you're not just saying name, email, uh, and address and phone number. You're not just like doing the contact info. This far, she had to do like student loan information. She had to put in yeah, all the okay. stuff. Name, Vanessa Lachey, uh, email, wildslutangel369 at hotmail. Uh, uh, my social security is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Boom. That, I could Boom. do that. Mm-hmm. She probably, and you know what? That's work. She stayed up all night to do that. So, 4.2 million people. That's a lot of people. And she did a lot of work there. 
It's copy like paste, she, copy she, paste, copy she paste. She goes on a Tinder date and she's like, oh, what did you do today? She's like, well, I was just on the computer a lot, you know, just yeah. typing. Just copy and pasting. <laughs> being real creative on the computer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> creative arts. Uh, the bank discovered the alleged fraud when a test marketing campaign to Frank's supposed customers flopped. Can you imagine mm-hmm. the bounce back from oh, that? <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, oh, my God. I just hit my head. <laughs> oh, wow. I tell you, no, Cena's very upset. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. This is going great, guys. I love it. Um, <laughs> I mean, well, the, the first warning sign for this company was she named it after a congressman who at first was very good on financial security. And then he turned his back on financial stability in the banking system. Transparency in the banking system specifically, and that is Barney Frank. Wait, what did Barney Frank do? I thought he was great. I thought Barney Frank was the man. No, he was in on the Silicon Valley deal. Barney Frank, who once led the House Financial Committee against all the banking irregularities, all the scams, all the scallywagness. Barney Frank, after he left Congress, worked to basically bring down the regulations on banks like Silicon Valley and then got in with said banks. So that's her first problem. Calling it Frank anything. Big problem. That's incredible. I did not realize that. I thought Barney was a good guy. They all. He was. He was for a long time until the banking system came to him and was like, so what do you know? What do you think? uh, What do you think we could get away with? And then Barney Frank gave in. How many houses do you want, Barney? Whatever it is. How many buffets do you want to hit a day, Barney? (laughs) And what's weird, at least with SVB, like the type of regulation that got rolled back was so weird and kind of esoteric. It was like a reporting feature for certain Mm -hmm. types of duration bonds, and it gets all weird in the weeds and stuff. Like that's only something like a Barney Frank would be able to help with, frankly. So that – pun intended, I guess. Um, Here's what I also get fired up about because I remember when I was young and I would see these people on the 30 under 30, and I'd be like, damn. You know, like these people are really going after it. And I was like, you know, probably doing. Oh, at that point, I was hosting an open mic with 50 comedians in Long Island City mm-hmm. that were getting three minutes apiece. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's pretty good. It was like a three hour. It was your own special kind of 30 under 30. Exactly. That's so true. And this woman was named a uh, rising star in 30 under 30 in 2019. So she faces three frauds charges now and one for conspiracy. And, of course, she no longer works at J.P. Mm. Morgan. But she was I in mean. Forbes. That's pretty lit. <laughs> kind of sick, yeah. right? That's a, yeah, that's a good way for you to find fraudsters episodes in the future. Just look at the yes. current Forbes 30 under 30 and then give it 10 years. Travis, very, that's an incredible idea. Yeah. We should be tracking these people. It's also Absolutely. like fake it till you make it. Like, you know, I was in the Forbes uh, 30 under 30 and eventually I did not make it. But, you know, I have this picture in my living room now. Maybe next year you'll get on the 30 under 30, Ariel. I know. Maybe. No, uh, I'm turning 30 next year. Okay. Is that right? (laughs) Yeah. Okay, great. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe do it. Maybe. Maybe next year. Uh, before we go on to the next story, I got one from or- the original Maddie uh, G. Never got scammed by a partner, but my most recent ex changed the locks while I was still living there mm. and, and looking for a new place. Took multiple things from me and tried to take one of my dogs. Now, 
Ariel, did one of the exes is that, try to is take... Is this my ex right now? Is this your ex? Did is this he rubbing in the... So I might have changed the locks. I might have... No, I didn't do that. that. That's not me. That sounds crazy, though. I'm glad you got out of that. That's... Oh, no, some people are unhinged. What did... Actually, that's a man. What did you do? What did, I blame you. What did you do to, to yeah. convince this girl to change the locks? Yeah, were you dressed? How were you dressed? How were you... What were you, were you wearing? Yeah. What were you... Yeah. Were, do you have too much to drink? Yeah. Yeah, what was the dog wearing? What was, yeah. yeah, what was the dog wearing? <laughs> was it dressed very cutely? Because of course she took it. That, that makes dog sense to me. For it. That dog was absolutely asking to be taken away. Abducted. <laughs> Abducted in plain sight. Uh, but I do want to bring in uh, our guest here. He's the Iowa State Auditor. Uh, he was a former assistant attorney general uh, when he investigated uh, one of the largest uh, lottery ticket scams that's ever been recorded. Rob Sand, wow. how are do do people call you Auditor Sand? How do we address you, sir? You uh, can call me anything you want as long as you don't call me late for dinner. Ha-ha. Ooh, okay, good luck. If I see the the Iowa sense of humor is coming correct. This is that's, great. That's right. Which you know, it's it's simple, but uh, it's classic. I have to say, for those that are listening on the podcast. Rob is a young-looking man. He looks yeah, very youthful. I have to chiseled say. Chiseled chin. I you thought, are not 40. You are going to tell me you're auditor, 40. Wow, when you said I'm auditor, 40. I expected an old man to show up. So I yeah. actually did not expect this side-swooped bang type gentleman to show up on this I huh. will say he he can't get his phone to properly sit up there, which no. does say so he's definitely the screen forty. Yeah. It does he's scream forty. Yeah. yeah, it does. Yeah. A little auditory. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is. I think in America we have. I don't want to objectify you, sir, but you are the best looking auditor in America. Can we that say that? Wow. Might be true. Might be true. Mm-hmm. This is gotta, I'm not gonna. I'll not comment on that. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't met all the auditors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How many auditors are out there? <laughs> so um, many. It's a fair question. There's like only 15 state auditors. There's comptrollers in other states, treasurers in other states. So it's a small list. Can you can you actually tell us what is the, like the job scope uh, for the Iowa State Auditor? What do you what is your purview? Yeah, we do financial statement audits um, and public corruption investigations. And then since I started the job. Efficiency promotion, trying to help save taxpayer money. I love how you went from like financial statements and then public corruption. Like that went from the most boring possible thing I could ever imagine <laughs> looking at to like, all right, this is pretty cool. We're going after yeah. public corruption. And yeah. so it, is this a um, do you have a arresting authority like a attorney general would or no, you refer that to that office? That's right. Not in, not in the state of Iowa. I think in uh, Mississippi, their state auditor has arresting authority. We do not. And so we will work with the FBI or the county attorney or the county sheriff or uh, the Division of Criminal Investigation State Police. They, they work with us. Imagine getting arrested in Mississippi by an auditor. He just slaps cuffs on you for your <laughs> shitty financial statement. That's pretty much. <laughs> Rob, tell us, you stumbled upon this case when you were an assistant attorney general. How far yeah. out of law school were you? You obviously had passed the bar by this point. Like, was this one of your first gigs? How <clears throat> long were you already practicing before you got the uh, the job? And this was the Iowa assistant attorney general, I'm guessing, right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. And yeah, I did. Um, I did, in fact, get that case in part because I was young. 
the case of uh, the largest lottery rigging scheme in American history had been kind of a joke in the office. And then when my boss retired, it was like a parting gift. And I was like, screw you. Thanks. This is great. You know, <laughs> wait a minute. What, how did it become a joke? Was it just like no one wanted to solve it? it how, what is the it joke? really? Well, we didn't, we didn't, you know, we didn't, we didn't know that there was a crime involved. It was basically, here's what we knew at that point. Somebody had bought a lottery ticket worth $16 million. Okay. They had tried to claim it at the very last minute, had tried to claim it through a trust from the country of Belize, a little fishy. And, cool. uh, and, uh, and then they decided they didn't want to when the, the, when the Iowa lottery said, hey, we want to know who bought this ticket and everyone who possessed it. They said, never mind, we're out. And so it was kind of curious, like, whose anonymity is worth $16 million to them, right? So it was an interesting case, but we didn't, we didn't know it was going to turn out to be multiple lotteries being rigged by an insider. So wait, so before we get to the, the multiple ones, the, this first one, uh, and by the way, going through Belize makes me think of John McAfee. So I don't know if he was involved in somehow. That would be oh, incredible. Oh, the, 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 yeah, that guy. I remember that yes, guy. That guy. Yeah, no, yes, he was thankfully not involved. <laughs> I, do not involve, I do not want any involvement with John McAfee. Very great that he was not involved in this one. Yeah, that's a good, so, good point. With the anonymity part of it, and you kind of are like, because you have to find a crime to investigate, right? So... Yeah. What was the potential like if you saw that happen? Um, is there a, there's not a public service interest, presumably, because the money doesn't leave. It's, it stays in the coffers, doesn't it? He did not get the 16 million dollars. Yeah. But we're trying to figure out it's like, OK, what's going on here? And, the, and, you know, the kind of the joke in the office was not that it's funny, but among prosecutors, you know, dark humor is what helps you get through the day. You know, we're going to it's going to turn out that somebody murdered somebody for this lottery ticket. And that's why they didn't want us to claim it. You know, all right. All Which right. It that wasn't, seems that wasn't the case. But, you know, it was kind of like, all right, what's going on here? It's pretty weird that somebody would give up 16 million dollars just in order to stay anonymous. We should figure this out. But it kind of like lingered around. And then my boss retires and he's like, hey, happy birthday. I'm like, great. Thanks. Did he really say this happy birthday, birthday, though? I, I actually think he did. <laughs> I really think he did. It wasn't and, my birthday. It was just, you know, because he knew he knew this was effectively a pain in the butt. But he also said, I, you know, I know we all like joke about this case. It doesn't seem like it's going anywhere, but I'm giving it to you because you're uh, well, because you're the only one who can't say no. But also because I trust you to do what you need to do to put the case to bed, knowing that there wasn't anything else to do, because we didn't think it was going to result in charges getting filed. It was just going to result in, you know, like. Doing the investigation and being like, well, nothing there. Okay. Tell me, compared to your other cases, your assistant attorney general, what other kind of cases are you working on? Murders, uh, drug deals? I was doing or? I was doing most of the public corruption prosecution in Iowa. So I was very okay. much accustomed to financial crimes. Um, I'd also done, yes, murder, uh, sexual assault, about two dozen sexually Jeez. violent predator civil commitment cases, which are really awful. But yeah. Kind of a, a pretty good mix of of uh, all kinds of stuff. Okay, so tell me, what is your first step in being like? All right, I gotta. I guess I have. It's like Monday. Uh, you had a good time over the weekend. You know, you show up. You're like, okay, this is my week now. I have to figure out how yeah. to find who doesn't want this sixteen million dollars. Right. Um, I mean, the the bottom line to make a long story. Short. And for those who want the long version, 
I actually wrote a book about it. Uh, the winning ticket that was awarded, um, uh, named a favorite book of 2022 by the Washington Independent Review of Books. So there you go. There you go. Um, but the the relatively short version is, we said, look, you know, we have this video of the purchaser, right? So we know there's a tape of the guy who bought the ticket, and it's never been released to the public. And that's just kind of one of those last it had been very useful to keep it private because anyone who'd look like the three of you that I'm looking at right now, if you walked in and you were like, Hey, I bought that $16 million ticket. We'd look at the video and we'd look at you and we'd look at the video and be like, nah, no, you didn't go on. Thank you. Bye. But releasing it was really one of those last ditch sort of like, Hey, maybe somebody's going to call in and say, Oh my gosh, I recognize that person. And you never know. And that's what happened. So you'll, you'll appreciate this. We released, the video, and we asked people to submit their tips via SurveyMonkey. What? That's yeah. just what that is. I was using SurveyMonkey. What's your? It's free. It's Iowa. yeah. I was going to ask what is it's got twelve dollar budget over at Iowa. Yeah, that's yeah. all they have. That's all no, the money in the world. Simple. Have you yeah. heard about NFTs though, Auditor? Yeah, yeah. Like, Cena, Cena wants to invest in this Survey Monkey. Yes. <laughs> my my experience with NFTs is limited to this. Someone showed me their NFT, and then I took a screenshot of it and was like, "It's my NFT now." Yeah, there you go. Fluffy bread, fresh tortillas, classic burger buns, and so many carbs. Carb fear is real. But Hero Bread makes healthier versions of the carb-heavy favorites we love the most. We're talking fewer calories, 0 to 2 grams net carbs, 0 grams of sugar, and seriously great taste. Plus more of the dietary fiber and protein you want. No compromise. Don't skip out on your favorites. Just use Hero Bread. Get 10% off your order at Hero.co with code Hero10 at checkout. That's Hero10 at H-E-R-O dot C-O. People sent in tips on SurveyMonkey. Obviously, a lot of people probably trolled the SurveyMonkey, I'm sure. Uh, what was the response like? Did it help you in the investigation? And potentially, do you remember the funniest uh, SurveyMonkey response that you got? Uh, I, I do not remember the funniest one. Uh, remember, I'm an auditor. I'm not looking for jokes, guys. <laughs> Maybe you could spice it up a little bit. Yeah, make something up. Uh, <laughs> I, do remember, I do remember, though, the one that really stuck out. It was this guy from the state of Maine. Not not bordering Iowa, for those of you who are slightly less familiar with your American geography. We're half a country apart. But this guy in the state of Maine who works for the Maine Lottery says, I know that voice. That's Eddie Tipton. He, can't, he works for the Multistate Lottery Association, and he has come out to the state of Maine twice to help me with security issues here. And we're like, oh, that's interesting, because if you work for the Multistate Lottery Association, you're not supposed to buy lottery tickets. You might think your anonymity is worth $16 million. I see. So the guy mm. in the video was Eddie Tipton and someone in in Maine, because they're probably tapped into what's happening in the lottery space. And they looked and they said, hey, I know this guy. And presumably right. he's a trustworthy person. But all of a sudden uh, it gets a little it's a scammy red flag when you're self-dealing, if you will. Almost. Well, it sounds like a hater to me, to be honest. <laughs> that sounds like a hater. Oh, I recognize that voice anywhere. What? You could have just left that alone. Damn. Let him come. Which, you know, and maybe maybe we would have said that if he was the only person that said, oh, I, that's, that's Eddie. But no, they were like three people, which in that case, if it's just a hater, it's like three haters. This guy must 
deserve Everyone to get hates hated this person. Yeah, Everyone yeah, yeah. hates yeah. this guy. Sucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this we sucks. should just Cosby. charge him anyway. Yeah. No, yeah, we don't okay. do that. <laughs> That's a joke. That's a joke. Joke. <laughs> this guy sucks. Uh, so, so tell us then. Uh, you get this tip, and this has got to. I mean, this has got to make your week. You have a lead after how many yes. years? This is the first. How many years was it? I mean, I, I, at that point, I had had the case for a year and a half. The case was closing in on three years old. Wow. Yeah. Oh, my God. Three years first lead. Uh, three Damn. people are saying it's Eddie Tipton. What's your next move? Uh, to go interview Eddie Tipton. Wow. And he, what, was he, what was he like? Describe him for me. He's a big dude. Very low, gravelly voice. What's interesting in the video, people didn't recognize him because of the visual. They recognized the sound of his voice. Oh. All, all three people were like, that's Eddie's voice. Um, big dude from a small town in Texas. Um, friendly guy. Got along well with his coworkers. People like him. Guys, I liked him. Like, I got along better with him as a defendant and prosecute me with the prosecutor here with him as the defendant. I got along better with him than I did with any other, anyone else I've ever prosecuted. We hear this all the time on our show with yeah. a very charismatic Super nice guy. We charge with nice guy. Yeah. Yeah. People can't possibly believe that Eddie this person that. is a fraudster. Yes. No, yes. they knew Eddie yes. was doing that. All three they, of those people knew Eddie was a fraudster. <laughs> Eddie, they hated yeah. Eddie. Eddie's, yes. They were He's tired working. of Eddie's shit at that point. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. Multi-state lottery. Oh, my God. <laughs> so did he backpedal? Was he... He was well, like, they, hey, you know, I wasn't even in town on the day that ticket was purchased. I was down in Houston with family because he's from the Houston area. Now... What was interesting about that was, you know, the guy that claimed the lottery ticket on behalf of that trust from Belize, um, we had done a little cooperation agreement with him. We were like, you need to tell us everything you know, or we're going to charge you for your false statements. He's like, all right, all right. Look, I got it from these two guys down in Houston, Texas. So as soon as Eddie, yeah, as soon as Eddie says he got this and he was in Texas and he's from Texas, Houston, we're like, oh, that's very interesting because that's where this ticket came from. Before the last person, what are the odds? What are the odds that this ticket would end up from Iowa, where you live and work, down to Texas, where you your family is from, and then go to Texas to this guy from with his trust from Belize? Very interesting. And uh, you know, again, again, long story short, the book's the winning ticket if you want the whole thing. But he said a couple of things that his credit card statement and phone records proved otherwise in that interview. And so we're like, all right, well, here's our man. Let's indict him. And we indicted him because speedy trial. Speedy trial is a very real thing in Iowa. You guys are probably familiar with your constitutional right when you're indicted to have trial within a year. In Iowa, you can have it in 90 days. Wow. Damn. Yeah. And so he demanded speedy trial, which is really smart because kept us moving. We had to investigate that thing very quickly and get ready mm-hmm. for trial while we were working on the investigation. Um, he then... We, we get ready to go to trial. 90 days out, we're like in the courtroom. We're ready. Our, our tipster from the main lottery is going to be our first witness. He's there. And Eddie's, Eddie's uh, lawyer tries to keep out a bunch of the evidence. We're like, we need this evidence. We provided it to you. He's like, you didn't give it to me fast enough. We're like, we're working as fast as we can here. Judge says the evidence coming, is coming in. And so Eddie's attorney at that point says, okay, well, then I want to postpone trial. So he gets it postponed. But only for another 90 days, and then he reasserts 
his right to speedy trial within 90 days. So guys, what he's doing here is making sure we don't have much time to investigate. Yeah, right? Right. He's giving us as little time as possible. Classic move of an innocent man. Classic move of an innocent man <laughs> who doesn't want you to discover the other similar crimes to the one with which he's been charged, right? So, wait, so there's more crimes that this man did. Tell us. So you, well, yeah. this guy, you got this guy dead to rights. But now no. he realizes. No, no. See, I got to say, we we don't. We you don't. This. So we go to trial on this one. There is a CBS This Morning nationwide broadcast that says, we think the defendant has a pretty powerful argument for a reasonable doubt here because we didn't have the electronic evidence of precisely what he did with the computer to rig the jackpot. So we're going to trial. Honestly, I mean, we're going to trial because... We, be, yeah. He wouldn't agree in a plea agreement to sit down and answer all of our questions, which was smart of him because there were so many other jackpots we hadn't found yet. <laughs> and he knew we we're going to ask him, you know, like, or anything else happen here that we should know about? And he didn't want to lie under oath and get charged with perjury. So he wouldn't plead. And so we're going to trial and I'm like, all right, well, I, I think I can win this. But national media didn't think so. We won it. We got two guilty verdicts. And then while we're waiting for sentencing, I get this call from the, his home area code in Texas. Uh, so I pick it up and this guy's like, y'all know that Eddie Tipton's brother won the lottery maybe about 10 years ago out west somewhere? Yeah, we're like, what? no, no, we didn't know that. Thank you. What What more can you tell us? Damn, they and hate Eddie. They hate yeah. him. He has stiffed yeah. so many people. He's made so many enemies. That has to be what it is. Because... <laughs> Because ain't no way. Was, I think he was just quiet, quietly, quietly scamming. No, People didn't really cool. know. They just like whoever this tipster like saw saw the news of the trial in Iowa after he got convicted. Hadn't seen any headlines until after the conviction. And then he's like, huh, and decides to call us, which God. is a great Great, huh, moment. If you see something, say something. So if, if 15 years ago, somebody told you you won the lottery, and then 15 years later, their brother is indicted for rigging a lottery, if you oh see something, God. say something. No, I have reason to believe they wanted Eddie Tipton away. I have reason to believe he pissed people off. <laughs> hey, no, I'm not, if, if I see someone that has always been cool to me, and they win the lottery, and their brother wins the lottery, I'm going to just be like, oh, that's great. Good for them. Wow, not, what a coincidence. It, well, not what a coincidence. Let me, let me call the, the hotline and get him jailed. I'm not doing that. So I'm saying he. I have reason to believe he has fucked people over, and they're like, I'm going to call this hotline and make sure he goes to jail for a long time. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. So wait, this guy, and that's what that's, I love about this story is that this got so much crazier once you got beyond Eddie Tipton because apparently Bigfoot got involved. I mean, not Bigfoot him or herself, but right. Bigfoot hunters to be yes. to, to audit your <laughs> statement there and be super, super clear about that. You know, we, there's a hint of Bigfoot denial coming across here, Rob. And yeah. I tell you what, I don't know if I care for it. I don't know. If I, care for it. <laughs> I uh, look, you know, I got elected to tell people the truth. There is no Bigfoot. Wow. All right. Wow. wow. I'm sorry. Not sorry very right. Iowa of you to believe yes. that Bigfoot is not real, actually. <laughs> What a classic Iowa honestly. Where are you really from, actually? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So these guys were Bigfoot hunters and lottery scammers. Is that what you're telling yeah. me? Yeah. Yeah. So so Eddie himself was not a Bigfoot hunter, but his brother 
who helped him win a few of the jackpots was, and so was one of his brother's buddies who helped him claim, actually two of his brother's buddies who helped him claim jackpot tickets were friends that his brother knew because they all hunt Bigfoot together, as, as people do. As one does, yeah. Oh, okay, so to go back to Ariel's theory about somebody hating on somebody, that is, that is very true at this point in the story. Because when we get this tip about this, this lottery out west somewhere, the guy who tell, tells us this is like, look, I don't remember a lot of the specifics. I can't tell you what state, but I can tell you who can. You need to call this FBI agent Richard Renison. And so we call up Richard Renison and Richard Renison. I'm like, I'm calling you. I call him up. I'm like, I'm calling you because I just prosecuted a guy from Texas for rigging the lottery. And they said, you know, his brother who says he won a lottery ticket like 10 years earlier. And he's like, you're talking about my Bigfoot case. I'm like, no, no, sir. This is about the lottery, <laughs> like a jackpot where you win a lot of money. And he's like, yeah, no, that's my Bigfoot case. And I'm, I'm sure he can tell by my silence on the telephone. He just needed to start explaining. And so he's like, let me explain. I'm like, please. Uh, and, and so he guns in to tell this story. Years earlier, a fireworks dealer in Texas came into the FBI office. He's like, listen, there's a justice of the peace who wants to trade his many, many, many consecutively marked U.S. dollar bills for my random chunks of cash from my fireworks business. You guys probably should investigate. The FBI says, Yes, we should. Thank you very much. And so they investigate, and this this someone is Eddie's brother, Tommy Tipton. And what it comes down to at the end of the day is uh, Richard he gets Tommy's story, and Tommy's story is, look, man, my wife and I are on the outs. I don't want her to know about the jackpot win. I won this money in the jackpot, but I don't want her to know because if we get a divorce, I don't want to share it with her. And so I paid my buddy Alexander Hicks, who hunts Bigfoot with me, I gave him 10% of the claim for him to go claim it instead. And the FBI agent looks it up and he's like, yep, there's an Alexander Hicks who claimed a, a Colorado jackpot. Story is clear. It's really weird that you're doing this to hide money from your wife, but it is a lottery win. So, okay. And so Richard Renison is really- I could, I could hand a ticket to someone and they could claim it and they, I could, they could give me a portion or whatever. And, and that's I'm legal, not encouraging right? you to do that. I'm not encouraging <laughs> you to do that. that would <laughs> but, is it, state. but is it illegal? <laughs> it would depend on the state where you are doing it. All right. Okay. All, all right. right. All right. All right. I'm writing this but down. What, but yeah. it's not a federal crime. It's not money laundering. It's not drug money, right? Hey, that's, that's all you had to say. That's all you yeah. had to say, friend. That's all you <laughs> had to so, say. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Renison is like, okay, good. I'll go work on real crimes since you're just a weirdo who's trying to hide <laughs> money from your wife that you might divorce soon, whatever. The amazing. So, so to your point. When I call up Richard Renison, he becomes the most motivated helper we could have in this case because that is wow. the point at which he realized that guy 10, 15 years ago lied to my face and fooled me. And now I'm mad. Oh, that's it. And when Renison interviewed Tommy Tipton, I'm not kidding you, Tommy, Tommy was in a hospital bed because he had fallen out of a tree and broken his legs while Bigfoot hunting. Both legs. Both legs. Incredible. What a guy. What Supposedly, it could have, it could, hold on. If I know anything about people who collect money, they want to break some legs. Maybe that's, that's what happened to Tommy <laughs> Tipton. Or maybe Bigfoot finally got him. I have a lot of theories. 
That's true. What if we're wrong about this whole thing? My book could be completely wrong. Could be. What if Bigfoot was behind all these rigged jackpots? That's true. There That's we true. go. Now we're talking, now we're Auditor cooking. Sand. I like it. I like it. <laughs> but this is this. You know what this feels like? It this feels like the sequel to like a Coen Brothers movie, like Raising Arizona Part Two, where it's just this is the Bigfoot hunter. He's yeah. falling out of trees. He's breaking legs. There's people in all kinds of different places. Wow. And so. Yeah. He, well, how much time did this guy get? It looks like he got, uh, what, up to five years? Uh, he served a little under five, uh, our mastermind Eddie did, but he's still got his Wisconsin sentence for the Wisconsin jackpot hanging over his head. So he, he needs to be a good boy and get that money repaid. Oh, my God. He's, he's, wow. He probably bought a bunch of NFTs with that money, and that I'm shit sure is gone. <laughs> or crypto. You know how much yeah. Bigfoot gear you could purchase? Oh my God! This you could, is... If you had that much money, you could probably actually finally find Bigfoot. <laughs> True. I guess, uh, Rob. What? That seemed so amazing. Why not run for attorney general? Why become an auditor? <laughs> you got great stories. Uh, in Iowa, I mean, number one, I would have had to run against my boss, who was a pretty good guy, okay. like the AG. I, I liked, I liked him. Um, but also, number two, like. So the auditor's office does the public corruption investigations in Iowa. I had been working with them as the public corruption prosecutor in Iowa. I like the people I work with. I like the work they did. And here's a big piece of this, guys. The auditor's office, their job is to go after people in positions of trust and power. Yeah, I like doing that. The AG, in, in, in their job being sometimes representing state government, they are defending people in positions of trust and power sometimes, mm. which I don't really want to do. So... That, that that was it. Okay. Hell okay. yeah. No, we need yeah. you now more than ever. Uh, in fact, I have a different Iowa target. If you could put him on your list for me, a man named Chuck Grassley. I think this guy, <laughs> I think his time is limited in public office, but let's get him before he's gone. Uh, he, his time may be limited in public office, but, um, you know, all of our days are limited, Travis. So what can you really wow. say? And, and once you've reached the ripe age of 80, whatever he is, 88, Thousand. It's, it's even yeah. more true. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm pretty sure he's 95. I'm going to go with thousand. that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he, I think he will be at the end of this current term that he just got reelected to. 95 years old. Oh, so crazy. Yeah. No, Honestly, he's, old, he's older than Bigfoot. Yeah, I was going to say, big, get Bigfoot yeah. in there. Uh, Rob Sand, auditor of Iowa. The book is called The Winning Ticket. It was the favorite book of 2022 by the Washington Independent Review of Books. Go get it. It's uh, what an incredible story. Frankly, I think this is something we should probably cover in depth on the show as well. This was so fun. I can't believe all the twists and turns that were <laughs> happening here. So right when you think, you're okay, we're going to wrap this up. It's like, oh, no, no. Bigfoot. And so we always appreciate <laughs> We just scratch the surface. Oh, my God. This is yeah. crazy. Read the book, guys. Uh, Rob, thank you so much for being on Fraudwire. I really appreciate it. Happy to be here. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Uh, All right. And everyone else in the chat, we've got a couple minutes left. If you would like to pop in your scam story or anything like that, or if you want some scam advice from Ariel, uh, or if you have, you know, um, a weird man sleeping on your couch, uh, yep. message us and Ariel will give you some Don't advice. Don't be like me, Don't is the advice. do it. Uh, Travis, what are you working on right now? 
Well, check out Top Hat for all your weekly political news needs. And uh, beyond that, I'm just looking for someone to help me settle this debt for the $60,000 yeah. hat I uh, hat. acquired 10 years ago. So <laughs> I, I'm like you, Cena. I really thought I was like, oh, I'll get these paid off in like five, 10 years. And then um, I did not. So here did we you are. Think, yeah, I mean, I definitely thought uh, it was... Uh, gonna be quick. Like I would get a couple writing jobs, yeah. stand up with pop off, and mm -hmm. boom, boom. No, oh, it's a slow. Still got the hat. That's all I got. It's a hat. That's all I got. But you I also think have, I have education, it. which is priceless. That's true, and I I'm very glad. I mean, I'm an Ivy Leaguer. I yeah, I snuck in. It was a ten month program. Can't afford a car. Wow. But got this cool hat and. You sure did. Um, and landed on my feet at Last Podcast Network. So good. <laughs> Ariel, are you getting up anytime soon that you want to we tell people a, about? We got a show April 27th in Jersey City at the Jersey City Loft. Me and Gordon, it's a show called Culture Vultures. It's very fun, festive, and I host that. It's going to be a good time. Come through April 27th, 8 p.m. Or and just follow, Ariel, me, follow we, me on Instagram or Twitter because I, I it, post about it. Exactly. So follow um, Ariel Leite on uh, uh, Instagram, on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> Travis, what's your handle? Tell us your social media. Is it just Travis Irvine? Travis Irvine, USA. All of the course. other Travis God Irvines bless. are Canadian. Oh, that's wow. a, that's a, when I was doing my social media diligence 10 years ago, that's what I found out. So a lot of good baseball and hockey players named Travis Irvine. I am not any of them. I am Travis Irvine, USA. You <laughs> uh, and uh, we'll, we'll be back next week. Uh, Ariel will be hosting uh, the IG Live, which right. is like a quick fraud wire we're doing on these off weeks. And we're, of course, getting ready for season four uh, of Fraudsters, which I'm so excited about. We've got amazing people. Uh, we're getting up to time now, so I don't want to go and belabor it too much. But we'll be back in a couple weeks with another fraud wire. We'll probably talk more about uh, this Trump indictment, and we'll probably get some more updates on what's happening with Yay. Yay. <laughs> Yay. 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 What oh, an boy. absolute idiot I am. This <laughs> no, has been wonderful. It's okay. I'm at Cena now. If you want to DM me and just briefly tell me about the mistakes I've made in my life, I would love to hear from <laughs> you. I could use the engagement metrics. All right. Uh, <laughs> This has been Fraudwire. I'm Cena Gasby, Ariel AT, Travis Irvine. Thank you so much for sticking around the entire hour, man. That was awesome. Thanks so much. I'm going to go get some gas station sushi. Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm going to not get a gas station pizza slice. All right. Thank you, everyone in the chat. I think you guys are great as well. Uh, we'll see you next time. Bye. Fluffy bread, fresh tortillas, classic burger buns, and so many carbs. Carb fear is real, but Hero Bread makes healthier versions of the carb-heavy favorites we love the most. We're talking fewer calories, 0 to 2 grams net carbs, 0 grams of sugar, and seriously great taste. 
plus more of the dietary fiber and protein you want. No compromise. Don't skip out on your favorites. Just use Hero Bread. Get 10% off your order at Hero.co with code Hero10 at checkout. That's Hero10 at H-E-R-O dot C-O.